Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Crestview's Viewpoints podcast. Uh, I'm Sean Williams, student pastor here at Crestview, and uh, with me is Dr. John Gerlock, our lead pastor. Uh, John, it's good to be with you today. It's good to be with you, man. I'm glad you're kind of back among the feeling better people after a little stomach uh, bout you had there. Uh, yeah, uh, thankfully, that's not our topic for today. Yeah. I don't I don't want to talk about that, but it was, it was a rough couple of days. Um, but... Today's topic is joy. Uh, we're in our Christmas series, Illuminate the Meaning of Christmas. Uh, joy is definitely a topic around uh, Christmas time. Uh, and if you spend any time in the Bible, uh, Old Testament, New Testament, you're going to see joy. So, uh, Pastor, what would you say are some highlight verses of joy in the Bible? Well, there's two obvious Christmas ones. I mean, you got the one in Matthew 2 where it says basically you have the wise men and it says they stopped over a place where the child was when they saw the store the star they were overjoyed Mm. and then luke 2 is obviously i bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people and today in the town of david a savior has been born to you he's the messiah of the lord so you've got at christmas obviously but just in the bible in general like you were saying there's all kind of verses. one that i always liked and like is uh psalm 118.24 Mm-hmm. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So you've got, and you know, Christmas got joy. It's all about, we see it all over the place, songs, decorations. But it's, uh, joy I think just real misunderstood because it is a lot like happiness. I think a lot of people think it's like that, that it's, well, how can I have joy? I'm going through this thing. But biblical joy is really totally different than that. Mm. Yeah, I see that a lot. Um, you know, whether it's uh, college students or, or high schoolers or middle schoolers, they're they're talking about, you know, do what makes you happy and things like that. And I say, well, that's not really biblical. Biblical is joy, but how would you define biblical joy? Well, I think the point is, you know, there's all these verses that talk about, you know, I mean, like we have this command in Philippians four four. So rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. So we have this mm-hmm. command. We're supposed to rejoice. And then you have verses like in James and other verses where it says, I, you know, rejoice in trials, rejoice in bad times. And so how in the world can you do that? Because that seems so counterintuitive, so strange. I mean, really, let's face it, kind of weird. Hey, I got a flat tire. Praise the Lord. I mean, it just mm-hmm. seems weird. But that's really a misunderstanding, I think. The whole idea of biblical joy is not circumstances, not where we are in life, but instead it is who we are and what we are in Christ. And that's it's good. about the relationship. It's not about your circumstance. So, hey, I could be, in fact, I've seen it. I think some of the most powerful joy I've ever seen is uh, at a funeral. Mm. Someone's experienced, you know, this, they're experiencing grief and they and that's real. But, they, in the midst of their grief, there is this joy in the Lord. That person might be in heaven, that they had this life with them, that they were blessed by them. There's a lot of things to have joy in, and you can have grief. So it's not an either or, it's kind of a both and. And so it's about the it's about where we are in Christ. That's really, really the key. Yeah, joy is is so much deeper, I think, than than happiness. You know, happiness is shifting. Uh, you can be happy, unhappy uh, within a matter of ten seconds, uh, as something can change. But you know, joy is is deeply rooted. Um, it's listed as one of the fruits of the spirit, meaning that you know that the the Holy Spirit can provide us with joy, can help us to hold on right. to joy, can remind us of joy. 
um, and, and relying on on the spirit and the spiritual side of things, I think um, joy relates a lot to uh, our spiritual strength. How would you maybe put those together? Yeah, it's interesting because the Bible definitely ties those together. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10 says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Okay, so, wow. I mean, that means I can gauge my spiritual strength by my level of joy. And Mm -hmm. that kind of goes together. It is an amazing sort of thing. I think I've seen it in people's lives, though, if you kind of pause and you think about it, there's a... A guy that we had in our church, this was in Little Rock, and this guy fell off his roof and had just, I mean, he broke tons of bones in his body. He had fractures. He had, I mean, everybody's like, oh, man, let's go see, let's go try to encourage him. He's got a long recovery, and he did have a long recovery. He was able to recover from it fine, but it, it was going to be a long recovery. And, you know, you wonder that this guy, Mark, you go over to his house, and people are going, man, are you doing okay? And I'm here to encourage you. But when they left, it was like he encouraged them. Mm. He was like, hey, it could have been so much worse. Um, hey, I'm just grateful for this. I'm blessed by this. And you're going, well, you're, you're kind of crutches in a wheelchair right now uh, temporarily. How can you? But it really was his attitude that he was like. And I would just say, biblically, he's very spiritually strong because he's having joy in the middle of this bad, bad circumstance. And so we've got this battle that we're in. And, and part of our spiritual battle is Satan's going to try to steal our joy. Right. And that's by discontentment or comparisons or, hey, look what you don't have, look what they've got. I mean, all kind of stuff that's like right. that. And if we lose our joy, I think our spiritual strength will will be gone. And I don't know, Sean, I I I see so many people, and you do too, that it just seems like they, I mean, they, there's not, joy's not, you know, the the word that comes to mind when you see most people's reactions to life these days at all. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a commodity, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty rare um, to to see the response be joy, you know, that's not an immediate reaction that I see. There's, there's anger or there's, uh, frustration a lot. Um, sometimes it's it's just like like you had mentioned, like discontentment or or jealousy, um, but not often is is joy the response. And, and I think with that story that you shared, uh, something that really brings in that that spiritual strength that that joy provides um, is is where our focus is. Uh, you know, if we're looking at the bad situations around us, if we're focusing on all these terrible things, uh, it, it's going to be easy to have our reaction be negative. Um, but whenever we look at God, we can't help but rejoice because he is so good. Right. So what would you say is the, is the best way to hold on to joy? It's so hard for us to do. Um, so what would be the best way for the listener to have joy here at Christmas and then in their life beyond? Well, two verses that hit me right between the eye is John 15. Here's here's Jesus, this time with his disciples, doing the kind of a final teaching and kind of uh, the Father loves you, uh, body in me, it's all that passage. And then he says this, he says, If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Well, I mean, that's great. But then comes, the uh, to me, it's like, wow, this is right between the eyes. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you. Now, we, we want to have Christ's joy in us and that your joy may be complete. And it's all started, though, with 
if you keep my commands. Mm. So, you know, we kind of skip over and we just kind of go to the last part and go, okay, yeah, I want, I want Jesus joy. Yeah, I want to do all this, but it's all about keeping the commands that we have been given. And so that's when we, when we push back against the Lord, when we uh, basically disobey, when we neglect, when we, you know, don't sacrifice, we want to go our own way, all those times basically are hurting our joy. So to have joy is simply to, obviously you're going to be reading the Bible and then you're going to be obeying the Bible instead of going your own way. So the best way to have joy is right there if you keep the commandments. If you keep my commandments, then my joy will be in you. Mm. That's so good. I think I think too often people misinterpret um, the reason for following Jesus and the, and the call to living a holy life is, is not to restrict you from experiencing all the good things in life or to hold you back. But it's it's like it says there in John chapter 15, I uh, told you this so that joy may be complete. Uh, I, I think so often we have compromised joy. We have incomplete joy. We just have missing joy because we're, we're sacrificing uh, that joy that we could have in Jesus for our own idea of what makes us happy. Uh, right. But joy is so much deeper than that. Uh, that, is, that is a good verse and a good word. So, for the listener, any final thoughts on, on the topic of joy at Christmas time or anything? I want to point everybody to one verse that's an interesting verse to me. It's Psalm 118, 24, and it says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Mm-hmm. And really, there's two levels to this verse. And, you know, without getting real deep into it, but this, I mean, I've always taken that verse as, well, God made every day. I'm in this day that he made. Now I'm in the next day that he made. And all that is valid and is true. But really, the context of that statement is Jesus at Palm Sunday going into Jerusalem and quoting this scripture, yeah. that this is the day. And the, the day is kind of like, it's the here's the Messiah, Here's the revealing. Here's the final culmination. I'm headed to the cross. I was born as a baby in a manger. I mean, all that's tied into this is the day. Mm. And so it's kind of an interesting tie because it's a tie into Christmas. Uh, Jesus is born as a baby. You have the cross. You have all that tied into that verse. And then you have simply, hey, we have been given a gift of a day. A great gift, one of the best gifts that we can ever be given. What are we supposed to do with it? Uh, let's rejoice and be glad in it. I just think that's a great, encouraging, focusing kind of verse that helps us get down the road to where God wants us to go, helps us have a focus on joy. How can I listen to God? How can I obey God today? Is what that's going to translate to, and then to go forward with that. Wow, Ben, you are right. What a great encouragement. Uh, thank you so much for uh, your wisdom on this topic of joy and for, and for sharing it. Uh, to the listener, thank you for being with us. We will be with you next time.